You are listening to Wow, You're Living the Life with me, your host, and I'm just so happy to be joined today by the the fly lady you may know her as, and uh, some of her neighbors, maybe they call her Marla. Is that the case, Marla? Do they they actually speak to you on a first-name basis, or are you the fly lady no matter where you go? I'm the fly lady pretty much. Uh, I can be on the Blue Ridge Parkway or on some pier out in Utah, and I'm the fly lady. So, <laughs> Isn't that funny how uh, you know a passion can absolutely become your identity and, and uh, just take you someplace you never even thought about? Oh, I never dreamed uh, in a million years that I would have uh, 600,000 members all over the world in over 90 countries and, and be who I am today. I'm, even at age 43, I didn't know who I wanted to be when I grew up. Wow. And now I do. You know that that's one of the things that I was just so uh, you know tickled uh, about when I when I was uh, found out that you were agreed to be on my show today. I was just really happy because, you know, I've I've been listening to you off and on and, and seeing some of your, I don't know if you call it blog posts or what have you, but you know a lot of your ideas they just seem to show up in all kinds of places, and I'm like, oh my gosh, the fly lady's here. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Oh, that's great. You know, I, I actually told my mom that you were going to be on, on the show today, and, and she was like, well, Jody Lynn, I hope that you listen to the fly lady. <laughs> <laughs> so it is kind of neat how, you know, enough said, I guess, with, with all of that. Any Anybody who uh, does not know who the fly lady is, uh, you know, in addition to the 600,000 people all over the world, she has become infamous, really, for her... Um, super easy and, and kind of quick ways of decluttering your life and, and, and doing it in a, in a systematic way that, that has a lot of pleasure and, and love and passion to it. W- would you say that that's a, a reasonable description? That's a very uh, good description of what I do. I just tell people I'm bossy. <laughs> oh, well, no wonder why you and my mom get along. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> love you, Mom. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I, I, of course, I saw your website, and as I mentioned to you, I've, I've heard a lot of your, uh, your, your tips and that kind of a thing. But what actually got you started uh, sharing your, your super great ideas for, for just really making it fun to uh, enjoy being clean and, 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 and having a good orderly like household? One person needed my help. Really? And when your house is in order you have the ability to step outside yourself and do something different because the house isn't pulling you down. Mm. Um, This is what we're sort of focusing on this week on our Big Tent group is the storms that are brewing in your house, they're on every flat surface. And when your desk is messy, you can't pay bills. When your kitchen sink is full of dirty dishes and mystery water, you can't cook dinner. So the chaos keeps you from doing what needs to be done. And mm-hmm. when we establish simple habits, which get strung into routines, these open you up for what you're supposed to be doing in this life. Mm. Have, have you always just been uh, you know, naturally orderly and, and oh, goodness, uh, no. white glove kind of test at your house? Has it always been that way? No? If you come in with a white glove at my house, I will show you the door. <laughs> Uh, that's rude. You know, it's yeah. just, uh, I don't do it to my family. I don't do it to anybody else. We live in our house. We have three dogs and three cats, and uh, we live in a forest that's um, clay-based soil, so we get puppy toe prints on the floor and uh, nose prints on the door, and we <laughs> we live here. Wow. Uh, it's orderly because I can't write in chaos, and I mostly write and develop content for for my members. And if my coffee table is in in disorder, it makes my insides jumpy. And but no, I've never I I have never been a neat freak or organized. I'm not stupid. I can learn how to be organized, but it took establishing one habit at a time. Wow. You know, I, I think that's so so important when when we uh, we break down even you know any passion that we have, whether it is to have some order or to go after some dream, or as you mentioned that you you like to write and and also enjoy time with your family, just really breaking it up into uh, something that we can manage and and really take some joy and pleasure. And I think that's so important. Well, you don't really know that what your dream is when you have all this chaos going on around you, and chaos stands for can't have anyone over syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that chaos that. becomes 
what's happening in your life. You're just putting out fires left and right instead of being, instead of resting and resting your mind and slowing your mind down so that you can hear the messages that uh, are there for you from your Heavenly Father. Oh, gosh. You know, I, I agree that that's so, so important. It's so hard to do, and especially, I think, for women. Uh, you know, I, I led a life as a corporate executive for, for many years before uh, moving down here to the beach to pursue my own passion to write. And, and I thought everything would, would be easy. I was decluttering. I was going to a smaller space. My son was in college. Everything's going to be great. I had more chaos in my life than before, and it was really sort of surprising to me. It, it does. We take care of ourselves the least. Yeah. You're and right. if I can teach you to do one thing mm-hmm. and let that be the glasses that you look through for everything, to finally love yourself, if I can teach you to do that, then the house gets clean, which the messy house is just a symptom of what's going on in your brain. Mm. Um, a lot of things happen, a lot of things come together. And you, you have time to write, you set up routines for getting your house in order so that you can relax because you do need to be in a relaxed state to write or yeah. to do your business or to be creative. You need, you need that calmness to allow your brain to work. Wow. You know, I, when I hear you talk like that, I, I know you are absolutely living the, the life that you speak about, too, because it, it's not just sort of something that rolls off your tongue like a, something a PR person prepared. It, it can tell. It, it's really something that you feel. Well, it's how I live. Yeah. And if I can live it, if I can do it, having come from uh, a house, a home that was growing up that was very messy and a chaotic life, I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Well, I, I know my mother will be really happy to hear that. <laughs> you know, because here, here's the thing. I mean, I'm a very, you know, peace-loving sort of free spirit, and I do tend to say, sure, I can do that, I can do that. And, and I'm, I imagine I'm not alone uh, when, I, when I, I speak about that sort of habit of saying yes a lot. And pretty soon there's piles, and you're happy to have piles because that is, you know, the order that you've established. Well, that becomes your cocoon. Yeah. And you get stuck in those piles, and then you, you spend hours searching for something you put in that safe place. And the safe place is uh, is only in your head because you can't remember where you put it because it's stuck somewhere in your brain. Oh, you know, you're absolutely right about that. And, you know, it just sort of hit me something you said a minute ago, finally love yourself. Uh, that That's the same as uh, fly. Is that how you got your name? Am, am I the only one that doesn't know this, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> finally loving yourself. I used to teach fly fishing. You asked me before we went on the air about living in the mountains. I moved to the mountains of western North Carolina to fly fish uh, many years ago, and that was my passion at the time. But as I... And I got the nickname Fly Lady from that. And mm. then I started this group with five people, ten people. And then before before I knew it, it just took off. And we have over six, almost 600,000 members. And Fly became, one of our ladies came up with the acronym, Finally Loving Yourself. And it, it stuck. Wow. And it is the sort of thing that, that you can just sort of, you know, remind yourself anytime you get into that, that, that chaos, can't have anyone over sort of mode. Uh, you know, it's something very simple. You just think of those four, four little letters or those three little letters. But and see, they're kind of broad. Them. So I want to give you an assignment ah. to go shine your kitchen sink. Just start there. Wow. Everybody needs a starting place. And when you're standing in the kitchen, spinning around, not knowing where to go, what to do, you know, what to do to get dinner started. And if you live alone, you don't even think you need to cook because you're cooking for one person. And right. uh, I, I've heard it all. So go shine your sink. On my website, at, on the home page, there's a getting started section at the, at the top. And just click on that and go look at the shiny sink video. And that will motivate you to just pull the dishes out of the sink Take the tongs and reach in there and let the water out and, and shine your sink. Use some scouring powder or baking soda. Rinse it out real well. If you need to, fill it up with, if it hasn't been cleaned in a long time, then fill it up with hot soapy water and put a half a cup of bleach in it. And, you know, follow manufacturer's 
directions for those things. But get that sink sparkling. And when that sink is so shiny that you can practically see yourself in it, and that's the name of my book, Sink Reflections, Mm. that you can literally get up in the morning and be greeted with this wonderful smile on your face because there you are looking back at yourself (laughs) in your in your sink even if it's a white sink or a black sink you can still know that it's clean and you're not starting behind the eight ball you know i i gotta i gotta sort of validate that 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 comment with a a couple experiences i you know my son's home from college and and we are living in this small sort of apartment down here at the beach and uh you know we we take turns doing the dishes you know that's kind of cool right you know and but when he cleans the the sink he absolutely polishes it and shines it and he just comes right out and, and says mom look what i did look what i did and he's really proud of it. And at the same time, when I go and see it, I mean, it is absolutely sparkling and amazing. And it really does give you a lift. It, it sounds so simple, but it is that, that experience, and it is really great. Well, don't, don't degrade the simpleness of the system. Because most people say, how can shining my sink make a difference? The house is in total chaos. And I don't, you know, I, that just can't do anything. That's the one habit I practiced for the first month that I started trying to re-behavior modify the way I'd been living. I realized that I had never established habits, and so I decided to practice one habit a month, and it started with shining that kitchen sink. You know, that, the, when you say that, that uh, the kitchen sink one, one of my uh, favorite authors in addition to you is Patsy Claremont. And uh, she's just a really funny, uh, uh, positive, motivational sort of speaker. She's part of the Woman of Faith group. But I heard her say that that she actually saw your, your website or your or book, I can't remember which, and she said, I thought, what, a sink? No, I mean, I'm not going to you know, shine my sink. That's not going to do anything for me. And, in fact, uh, she said that, you know, when she did it, it just opened up all new avenues. Well, gosh, I can... I can uh, shine my sink, and then next I can make my bed, and, and I can get some, some order. And, and, you know, she's such a famous person. You think, well, you know, she didn't really need that. But she had so much chaos in her life, she did need to start someplace. Well, you can feel the chaos inside of you, and it's when we get the jitters, you know, when we get that antsy feeling, and we feel like we need to do something, but we don't know what, and we have to stop ourselves. And in this storm of life that we're in, we can calm the storm by just sitting and getting into that complex, putting on some calm music, because usually we've got um, music clutter and noise clutter going on around us. Find, I mean, you're at the beach. Open up your windows and enjoy the sound of the ocean waves mm, yes. and, and go about your morning routine with the calmness and let the routines be your meditation on life. Hmm. That that is so amazing how you can do, you know, just appreciate the joy that's around you. And, and you're right, when when you just jump right out of bed and jump into the pile uh, for a sec, you know, you're going to miss that, that, that experience that's right around you. And, uh, you know, I, I well, appreciate I'll, that. I'll give you an example. Okay. This morning, the phone rang. Yeah. I hate to be startled in the morning. Oh, yeah. It, I, I, and so... I jump out of bed to answer the phone. Robert's in the shower, and I always stay in the shower. I stay in the bed until he gets out of the shower because we we live in the country. And mm. when you turn the water on, you'll scald somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I stay confined in the bed till he can get out of the shower. And the phone rang, and I jumped up to answer it, and there was nobody there. So it <sighs> sort of ruined my morning. I jumped back in the bed mm. to sort of calm myself because I don't like that startled. I hate alarm clocks. Uh, I just need to be, I need to lay in the bed and pull the covers up to my chinny-chin-chin and then slide out the side and do my little morning routine, my little ritual. Okay, what am, what's going on today? What's the first thing that pops in my mind that I need to talk with my ladies about? I, I, that's how my morning begins. And it's, you can start over at any time. Wow. And, and I, I absolutely appreciate hearing that. And, and I like how you mentioned also that, uh, you know, the, the shining of the sink or just that moment of joy or, or just that focus on that, that one thing 
is, is such a neat way to get started, and, and it is something that you can do. You can get started. And, you know, uh, Mar- what I'd like to do is uh, when we come back from our break is maybe talk about, you know, how long you practiced uh, that, that one first step of, of cleaning the sink and then what you did next and, and really give some, some more tips like that to our listeners. So we are going to take a break right now, though, and uh, you're listening to The Jody Lynn Smith Show, and, wow, you're living the life. Uh, you are listening to Wow, You're Living the Life and uh, with your host, me, Jody Lynn Smith. And I'm so happy to have Marla to some, Fly Lady to many, many more. Um, I think we might be pushing them almost a million. Is that about right, Fly Lady? <laughs> I don't know about a million, but uh, when, you co- when you consider my membership on Big Ten and Facebook and Twitter, maybe 700,000. <laughs> Good gracious. Did you ever think that when you decided that you were going to live the life as the fly lady, finally loving yourself and, and maybe even others around you, that, that you would be loving people that you, you've never even met or touched uh, in, in, in any sort of a, a one-on-one encounter? I couldn't dream that big. Mm. Ever in a million years could I have thought that this is why God put me here. Wow. You know, I I love I love showcasing and finding ordinary people that have done extraordinary things. And you know, I'm just so uh, fortunate that I met you when you were already in extraordinary mode. But there was a time when you were ordinary and and uh, looking at I'm still uh, ordinary. little things. <laughs> you still ordinary? You are. Hey, last week I overflowed my kitchen sink. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. It happened, and the first thing I thought about as I was laughing my head off was grab the camera. <laughs> put it on Facebook, you know? Oh, yes, the fly lady doesn't do the dishes before bed. I love that. <laughs> no, no, not, no, not, not that. I oh. was going to detail clean my kitchen and walk away from my sink running, running. Oh, you mean you, you I, overflowed with, bu- with uh, soap bubbles. Oh, see, I, I was relaying my own experience. <laughs> I mean, it flooded my kitchen and oh my underneath gosh. my cabinets and underneath the sink and my dish towel drawer, and and yeah, I'm just ordinary. I'm just like you. I put on my pants the same way every single day, <laughs> and put on the same makeup, and fix my hair, and and do wow. do the same thing as everybody else does. Wow! And I'm I'm even sidetracked. Mm. Well, you know, I, I think that that's so interesting to sort of uh, sort of remember that that no matter how big our passion becomes, that, that we are still have this ordinary piece to us. Uh, you know, one of the things that we've got on the Hear Women Talk Radio is the opportunity for people to chat in uh, quite a bit, and we've got a, a, a lot of a lot of your fan base have joined us today. I uh, just want to do a shout out to uh, Marilyn and Kelly and, and Sarah, and, and uh, I know you have some good thoughts here, and, and we're just going to um, toss them out to uh, Fly Lady, and you know, and see what her thoughts are on them. You know, Marilyn wants to know uh, if you agree with her that as you get older, because I know you're like a day over 29, right? But as you get older... Oh, I'm 54 <laughs> and very happy of it. Oh, there we go. Uh, See, that's the best way to ask someone how old they are. Let them just share it when, when, when they want to and they're happy with it. And, uh, you know, but, you know, uh, I'm sure Marilyn is, is 29 and a half. <laughs> and uh, she, what she, her thoughts are, you know, as we get older, our lives get more chaotic. And, and I think she means that certainly uh, in, in the way that you do, uh, you know, can't have anyone uh, over. And then also just the busyness and the piles and all of that. H- have you experienced that with a lot of people that you talk to? Well, the chaos starts after the first child hits. Wow. And then the... Things are going pretty smoothly, and then number two comes along, and then they can pretty much handle it. Number three comes along, and they just they throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, <laughs> I can't do this. They put up signs all over their house, bless this mess, and you know, they, they don't think they can do it. And if, as my granny always told me, Kate never could do anything, we have learned how to establish simple habits and you can have it all Mm. and you can be what you need to be and take care of those kids and still take care of yourself because we put ourselves on the back burner instead of taking care of ourselves and you know if mama ain't happy ain't nobody happy and i want us to raise a house full of children that are happy productive adults wow 
you know, I, I, I think that's so important and, and uh, to sort of you know, share with people the, the aspect that you can have the things that you want, you know, for your family, for yourself, and you can still have uh, a way of seeing clear and through all that order. You know, one of the, the questions that, that came up with uh, uh, one of the ladies that chatted in is that they did not grow up in a household like that. And in fact, uh, sadly, they, they saw roaches. And, and I've actually been told that in the South, there's this thing called a palmetto bug, and everybody has them. I don't know if that's you true or not. You haven't seen them? Well, I live in a, in a condo where they spray like crazy, and so thank for, thank for God I don't ever see them. But they tell me that's, that's just because I'm not wearing my contacts. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, but I think the person that was chatting in was sort of really saying that, you know, there, there wasn't order and there wasn't cleanliness, and, and it kind of had a, a real negative effect on her where she maybe spends more time cleaning than taking care of the kids. And, and then other people, uh, you know, they've chatted in have said that uh, their house was so almost OCD clean that they, you know, have, have sort of gone the other way, not wanting to have that much control in their environment. You Isn't found, that just typical? Yes. And that's, I'm just like, that's so true. And yet you found a way to have, have both, have, have the family, have the order, and have the joy. I mean, I've watched your videos. You're, you're singing a song with that dust mop. You're going, girl. <laughs> I like to have fun. If you don't make it fun, it won't get done. Oh, that's my motto. <laughs> oh, it's got to be fun. We just want to have fun. You know, that's what Madonna saying. Girls just want to have fun. Yeah, absolutely. We want to play. We do. And that's all we've ever wanted to do. Even from a child, we just wanted to get our homework done so we could go out and play. Yeah. And, and we've forgotten how to treat ourselves as children. You know, I, I, that's so important, and I would love for you to, you know, maybe talk, talk on a couple points, but one is how can you get over that, that sort of emotional barrier that, that puts you on either end of the spectrum instead of having that joy, and then, then maybe later get into some real specific tools and tips. So, I don't know, just take it however you like and, and, and run with it. Well, we've got to quit wallowing in self-pity, number one. Yeah. We that's are good. what we are because of every bad thing that's ever happened to us and every bad decision we've ever made. Mm. We are where we are today, and we have the chance today to flip that switch, which is a book I've been reading, and if you haven't read it, get it, Switch by Dan and Chip Heath. What's it called uh, again? Switch. Oh, Switch, really? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it's, you know, it's on Amazon. It's in every bookstore. It's published by Random House. They're Southern boys. They went to Duke, and they're, they even talk about me in, in their books. They have two books. Switch and and Made to Stick, and they're both great books, and they write for uh, Fast Company magazine. So we have the ability to flip that switch at any time. We quit wallowing in the past of self-pity and accept it for what it was because we can't change it. Yeah. So why keep dwelling on it and decide today that you have a choice? You mm-hmm. have a choice. To either get up and go shine your sink or sit and at the computer and, you know, putter your life away. Mm. You know, I think that, that that is true. We can get caught up in our in our own thing. And, and even, uh, you know, those of us that have decided, well, you know what, we're going to follow our passions and our spirit. And I shared last week a, a little acronym that, that I sort of used to, to get myself out of that wallowing, which is, you know, it's basically four Ps. And, I, and my cue to myself is just to go, you know. But it means, uh, you know, prayerfully positive and proactively present. And we just sort of like, you know, uh, pray for the things that, that will help us get through whatever challenge. And then just be present where you are and, and, and take that situation and, and, and just do one thing, one thing positive. And, and then you're present, and then, you know, you can make that progress. Well, it's all about progress, not perfection. Yeah. And when, as women, we want to be perfect. We want everybody to see us as having it all together. Hmm. And when it doesn't, we beat ourselves up, and that's where finally loving yourself comes into play. You don't beat yourself up when wow. you're flying. Wow. Well, so let me ask you, you know, if we get past that sort of a, uh, emotional kind of a thing and, and, and can really say, all right, my sink is clean, and, uh, you know, what is it my that I could do? My sink is shiny. Oh, shiny, not clean, shiny. Okay. My sink is shiny. Got it. Okay, so, so, so you start there. It changes your whole attitude. We hmm. love to, in our perfectionism, we love to sh- polish silver. Oh. It makes us feel good when we get it clean. 
gosh, I, I don't love to polish silver, but I do like I do like clean. <laughs> but, but think about think about a necklace that that needs polished. Okay, that is different. You're jewelry. right. Mm-hmm. It's different when you shine it with that silver cloth and you make it gleam again. You, you know, I mean, you'll get in there and dig around, and that's how perfectionism working. Wow, and, and, you know, and just finding get, that one thing. Yeah, we get to do that with our sinks. We can make it shine. Shining is not cleaning. Wow. You know, cleaning I, I makes it seem like work. Right. If we shine it, well, we're just having some, some fun making it look more beautiful than it, than it did before we interacted with it. So I, I'm, uh-huh. I'm with you on that. You know, uh, Sarah wants to know about the, the 27 fling boogie. Is that, is that something that you're, you, you're talking a lot about, the fly lady? Oh, well, it's one of those fun games we play. And I learned this from Susie Norman. You did. When I first got organized, I was reading a book on feng shui and a book by Susie Orman, uh, The Nine Steps to Financial Happiness, or Financial Something. And what happened was that she said, run around the house and gather up 25 items to throw away. Well, in feng shui, in feng shui, I'm, I'm not a feng shui person at all, mm-hmm. but it was a fun technique. If you move nine things in your house, you create a different feel. It's just like changing a storefront window. It gets your attention. Oh, Things yeah. be in the same place all the time, you don't notice them. You become immune to them. So if you move nine things in your house, you get this different feel in your home. So I said nine times three is 27, and I gave it a cutesy name, nine, 27 Fling Boogie. You run through your house, gather up 27 items to throw away. And then you do it again, gathering up 27 items to give away. Because we all have too much stuff. Yeah, we do. And I did it three times a day when I was getting rid of my clutter. Wow. You know what? That's so important. And how do we let go of that clutter? I mean, gosh, I've moved three times in the the last year, and I keep taking a a whole, uh, you know, van to Goodwill or, or Salvation Army or something like that and thinking, how the heck did I get that much stuff? And I still have too much stuff for my little space. You know, how, how do we even get, continue to make that happen? Do we do that 27 uh, fling boogie every week, or, or what, do you, what do you suggest? Uh, I think you should do it once a day. Once a day. Wow. And then you get in the, in the mentality. You have to change your way of thinking. You have to put on these clutter-free glasses so that when you bring home a new pair of shoes from the store or you get order from Zappos and they come in the mail, uh, you have to get rid of a pair. And if you're in declutter mode, you get rid of two pair. Oh, yes. And, you know, I've got uh, uh, like this whole, like, little shoe thing that, that's hanging, and it's such a simple thing, but I probably have ten pairs of shoes that I don't wear, you know, from, from corporate executive world, life, whatever that is. Somehow I haven't let them go, but, I, you know, I bet you that, that would be a real simple thing, you know? Ten of those and, and somebody out there today. Needs them. Somebody yeah. who's going out there to get a job for the first time and has has never had good business clothes, you've probably got a closet full of suits that you're not going to wear anymore. Wow. You know, that, and they're so easy. You you're can right. bless someone else with your abundance. And see, your abundance right now is really an albatross around your neck. It is. It's sort of holding me back, really. Yeah. From place to place. You bless someone else with it. A women's shelter. You know, there are women getting out into the world to work for the very first time. Wow. And you have all these beautiful suits that need to bless someone. You know what? That, that's so important because, uh, you know, we don't just have to look at it as a, as a thing that's holding us back from where, whatever decision we've made in our life. It, we can actually use that to, to help push someone else forward and maybe even touch them in a way that, that we didn't know we could. Jody? Yes, ma'am. When, when you get off the show today, I want you to do a 27 fling boogie in your closet. I'm going to do it. And then directly take it to the car and go drop it off at a women's shelter. You know, uh, Marla, I could actually do a 27 fling in my car, and, and I'm embarrassed to say that, but I've got all these things that I keep in my trunk, and I'm like, why the heck do I have to have a ball and, and this and that and that in my trunk, you know? But I'm ready for anything. You know? Well, once upon a time, I lived out of my car. Mm. I was pretty much homeless and lived out of my car, and I know exactly what you're thinking about. I had my sleeping bag in there. And every everything that I would need is wow. was right there, Gosh. and that was brought to my attention a few weeks ago when I was downtown at the festival, and there was a TV shoot, and this lady came up to me and she said, "I remember when you lived out of your car." 
You're kidding me. Now and you had, I had forgot about it. Wow. And how long ago was that? That was in 1996. And what, what sort of led you to that space, and, and how did you uh, end up coming in a different direction? Well, I had, a, I had a house up in the mountains, but I was working at the Brevard Music Center that summer, mm-hmm. and it was a long drive to the mountains, and I didn't have a whole lot of money, so I kind of lived between my car and, and my office space. I had a little futon in there. And then um, the nurse's station where I would go and take a shower in the morning. Wow. And, and so you just made the, where you were work for you, and, and then you came back to the mountains. Is that where you're at now, the same place? or, or Yeah, I'm still yeah. in the same place, yes. Yeah. Uh, I had a, my husband calls it a land boat for a car. <laughs> so I could have everything, including the kitchen sink in that car, practically. <laughs> well, you know, it is, it is just so easy to do that. And, and uh, you know, I'm, I'm a generally happy person, I'm a busy person, and that kind of thing most of the time, I guess. But you don't realize how you do just sort of accumulate these things. So that's good. I'm, all right, 27 things out of the Camaro and 27 things out of the, well, we'll say the condo because, you know, the closet's kind of a little ooky space. But we're going to hit that condo for you. I bet you can gather up 27 items out of your closet in no time. Yeah, of probably, clothes that you don't wear. You're probably right. You know, you're absolutely right. That's, that's probably half the half my dry cleaning bag. Is I could just say, you know what? I'm not even going to open that bag. I'm just going to take it to Goodwill and 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 enjoy that. You know, it, so. it'll be it'll be better therapy for you than anything you could do all day long. <laughs> okay, you sold me on it, I, and my mom's going to be really proud. Also, <laughs> I'm listening to the fly lady. I really am, mom. <laughs> So, uh, we're going to take. But I don't want you to clean like your mother did either. Yeah. Okay, mom, I got you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're my fan now. Yeah, you know, I, I think it is, it is, some of us do try to be like our, our, our moms or, you know, in, in one way or the other. And uh, that's not something that, that I, I never really acquired her ability to clean. <laughs> so, uh, But I like your approach. That, that's uh, 15 minutes a day. I'm all about that. Uh, we're going to take a break and, and, and come back in a, in a few minutes. And, and uh, certainly anybody that uh, is, is listening, uh, you can uh, chat with us and, and give us a call at 646-652-2071 if you want to talk to the fly lady. And uh, we'll get you on in the next segment. You are listening to the Jody Lynn Smith Show. And wow, you're living the life with Marla. Thanks. You're living the life, and uh, uh, she really has become her passion. Uh, certainly started as a, a girl in the mountains uh, helping one person. If you've been with us for the whole show, you know that the fly lady got her start about uh, 10 years ago, and, and, and just one step at a time with uh, one person and, and one shiny sink. And, and now she's reaching uh, almost 700,000 people with some great ideas on decluttering your life and, and just really living your, your own passions and making way for that. How are you, Marla? I'm great. Great. I am so happy that you're here, and, and I appreciate the, the, the chat on the, the 27 Fling Boogie, uh, you know, when we were talking earlier. It's just a neat way to make it kind of fun, and, and I appreciate that. I uh, love helping people in some form or fashion. Wow. I can I can feel that in, in, in your voice, and, and I could see that in, in the videos, and I especially love how, how you got your name, you know, finally loving yourself. You know, as women, we're so often taught to not love ourselves, to always focus on everybody else, and, and, and you've made it possible to do that about ourselves and, and also, you know, and about others. Well, I, I just, I'm here to help people and to give them what I have, peace the peace that comes from having an organized home. It may not be spotless, but it's clean enough that I could have the Chicago Tribune drop by with 15 minutes' notice, Wow! and I wouldn't be embarrassed. You know, that, that's so important. I, I know that you have some neat little little ways that you approach that. I, I've heard of such things uh, from our, our listeners uh, on the break of the, the five-minute uh, rescue, something like five that. Five-minute room rescue. Oh, room rescue. What's that about? Tell me. Well... Say you have a a room that is just so bad that you can't walk in. Mm. You go in that room and you grab one box. Wow. And you take it to an area that's clean. And you have three boxes, a giveaway, put away, and throw away. So you pick up one item in the box and put it in the giveaway box or in the throwaway box or in the put away box. Oh, very nice. And... Set your timer for five minutes and go through it really fast so you don't think. See, our brains get in the way of us. Yeah. 
getting rid of things. Don't think, just do. Wow. Sort through that one small box. Don't get, don't try to get the whole. That's why we get overwhelmed when we walk in the room. We've got to get ourselves away from it so that we can just focus on that one thing. You know that that's such a a, a a simple concept, and yet it's the sort of the, that that simplistic sort of approach is in fact the thing that that we don't embrace that often. We think it's going to be too hard or too big of a task, and it's overwhelming to start. But you know, gosh, I mean, I I could spend five minutes, you know, in in, in a given day, and, and just hit one corner, for example, uh, of exactly. the room. Yeah, uh, and we do two minute um, hot spot fire drills where we clean off our hot spots as fast as we set our timers. Jody, do you have a timer? I do have a timer right on my microwave, yeah. Well, we all have timers all around our... We have music in our lives. We can put on a song, and that can become a timer. Yes. I race my coffee-making in the morning and do my floors. You saw that video. Yeah, you, I did. You have, you have timers everywhere if we will just think about it. Wow. And so what did, you mentioned a hot spot. What, what, do you, what do you mean by that? Well... If you have a flat surface and it's cleared of everything, mm-hmm. and you just have a pretty vase on that table, if yes. you put one piece of paper down, one magazine down, before you know it, it becomes a raging inferno. My gosh, you're not kidding. And if we can keep that paper policed and that hot spot put out every day, it, you know, in the morning and in the afternoon, if we can address those issues of that hot spot, then if our flat surfaces are clear, our home looks clean. Mm. And it doesn't matter if they're puppy toe prints on the floor and nose prints on the door. Your house looks clean. Yes. And then when you clean, when it, the surfaces are empty, you can take a feather duster and run around your house and dust wow. without in two minutes. That that is so you know that's so great because I I know I've gone to a, a few people's houses and and I noticed that the first thing I notice you know is how clean and orderly it is and, and a couple times I've I've sort of complimented them and they look at me like what can't you see this and that and this and I'm like no actually I just see bright spots and and empty tables and and uh, you know a shiny sink I didn't realize that was uh, attracting me but now that you mentioned it it's on my radar screen you know I I do tend to sort of you know scan the area and and I compliment them and and they're not really seeing what I see and and that's so important what you just shared there you know it's we're harder on ourselves than, than our neighbors and our friends are open spaces are calming and mm. when we're calm, we get to find out what we want to be when we grow up. Wow. And, and did you want to be the fly lady when you grew up? That, that begs that question for sure. <laughs> no. I didn't know what fly lady was at all. I had no clue what I wanted to be when I grew up. I was good at a lot of things. I graduated uh, pretty high in my class, and, and, but then I got married and had a son, and I was a really good mother but i wasn't a good housekeeper but that always kept nagging at me you can't keep house you, you know and i was beating myself up about that mm-hmm. then i found pam and peggy's system the sidetracked home executives and while i did the box while i was in the box my house stayed clean but the minute i got out of it is when it got messy again and that's how i realized how i developed the system that that we have now and I just got off the phone with Pam and she highly endorses the way I took their system and adapted even smaller to establishing one habit at a time mm. it started with that shiny sink wow. and you know psychologists tell us it only t- it takes 21 days to establish a, a habit well they are so wrong wow I've heard that for sure you're right yeah but 21 days they're wrong they're, they're wrong they they are wrong? Yes, they're wrong oh. because they don't play into the fact that it's perfectionism. Oh. That we are, we've been told since the day we were born, if you can't do it right, don't do anything at all. So when we miss a day, we just toss it out and say, oh, I can't do that. And we beat ourselves up because we missed a day instead of jumping back in and starting from right where we are. Mm. You know, so I just, say it takes 30 days, a whole month, to practice a habit. We get 10 days grace. Oh, I like that. 10 days Isn't grace. It, 
Yes. Isn't it much better to work under grace than under a deadline? Oh, my gosh, yes. I certainly, as as a person who just submitted her manuscript to a publisher last night at 1 a.m., I, I do appreciate that, Grace. <laughs> hey, I am so thankful to you for letting go of it. Yes, and that is the hardest thing, is to, to sort of let go of, well, okay, you know, let's see where it goes from here. So You could have sat and picked at it for another two years thinking, it's not perfect, it's not perfect. Yes, and and we and have been picking at it for two years. For. Well, you know... And that's what... Editors are it, it is so. It is so true that you know. I, when I actually left corporate America, I thought, "Yeah, I'm going to write a book in six months. Shoot, I can, I can, uh, you know, run a project that we can build roads and and uh, get things going in six months. Of course, I can write a book in six months. But when it's your thing, and it's the same thing as as you're talking about when it's your house or your passion, it's really hard to let go of the things that, you know, let you sell, let you put yourself out there. Jody, I wrote a book in two weeks. You wrote a book what? In two weeks. <gasps> two weeks. Wow. It wasn't your first book, though, was it now, Fly Lady? Yes, come it on. was. It was book. your first book? Uh-huh. You just let it come, and, and boom, you let it go? I had routines. Oh, very important. I had clear surfaces in my home. My, mm-hmm. my home was not pulling me back, saying, you don't have time to write that book. Yeah. And I set up guidelines for myself. I know that if I get sucked into the phone or if I get sucked into browsing the web or looking at emails, it pulls me away from my focus. So I had a rule. Wow. You get up and you, you do your morning routine and you get dressed to lace up shoes. So you have and a you routine. Your, do you have, you have you a have, routine that, that you talk about? I know on, on uh, some of their Fly Lady tips that I've read. What, what routine works for you and, and what helped you get that, that two-week book out? I'm all about that one. <laughs> well... What I did was I did all my morning routine. I got me some breakfast, and I sat down to the computer. I did not turn on a browser. Mm. I did not answer my phone. And I wrote for three hours or ten pages, whichever came first. Wow. And then you just stopped wherever you were. And then I would stop for the day. Whoa. That's really important. That, that didn't mean I didn't come up with ideas and jot them down on paper for the next day. Sure. But... I, my focus was done. I had done everything I needed to do, and then I didn't hyper-focus so that I didn't want to do it again. Yeah. You know, it, so I see how you've, you've applied the, the, the home fly lady concepts to any passion in, in your life. And that mm-hmm. hyper-focus is huge, and, and it can keep us from following any dream of ours or, or even doing something to, to reach out and help another person. We might think, oh, well, I don't have time for that. But, but maybe, you know, we had a guest last week that said, you know what, maybe it's buying a cup of coffee or a pair of shoes or, or a shirt at Walmart for somebody that maybe looks like they can't afford it. You know, it's it's just one thing. One, clean up one thing, help one person, just do what Sign you need to do. Thing. Yes, that's amazing. So, you know, you have some other routines, uh, you know, that I that I've heard people talk about. Uh, you know, for some of these hot hot zones, and I, I thought that's I can really apply that in my life big time. What about like if if we wanted to do something like just before bed, for example? Is there anything that I could just do to make my next day a little bit happier or a little bit easier well, to start? Well, this is the most. This is the most important routine of your day, is your before-bed routine. Mm. And it starts right after dinner. After the dishes are done and the sink is shined and the dishwasher is running, what can you do tonight to make your tomorrow flow a little better? Mm. Now, if you've got to go to work, you need a launch pad. So your briefcase goes on the launch pad. All the things that you need, I mean... You said you you have to walk on the beach to get to work. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you need you need your beach shoes. I do. You, you you need a hat. You need all these things ready to go right by the front door, and maybe you have a table there or uh, one lady who had a lot of children. She had an old dresser base in her foyer, and each child had a drawer for their own launching pad that oh. they kept their backpack in and all these things. So. You set up your launch pad. You wash your face and do all the daily things that you need to do to keep yourself feeling good about yourself and and looking good. And then set in some time to cool down. So you don't want to exercise right before bed because that will keep you from sleeping. So you've got to work, your, work yourself into this before bed routine so that when it comes your bedtime that you can just gently 
flow into the bed and go to sleep instead of rush, 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 do all this. And maybe you put a post-it note on your bathroom mirror that tells you to take your evening medication or your evening vitamins and and uh, reminds you to floss your teeth even. Wow. You know, I mean, really, just those those little simple things. I mean, you know, uh, Sarah says she puts uh, post-it notes out, uh, you know, throughout her house, and, and uh, that's her way of staying focused. And I guess she can get rid of that post-it note whenever she's done, right? You can, but then it might fall by the wayside. So you might put a little picture up that would remind you the same thing. Oh, very nice. Yeah, something that, yeah. that we can just sort of focus on and, and, and really start our, our, our day in the right way. Well, I like that. You know, we're ending away in, in the right way, and we're starting it. And um, gosh, I'm going to be at least uh, 27 things short of what I've got in uh, my clutter zone <laughs> uh, in my condo as well as in my car today. So now I, I definitely appreciate all of these, uh, these great tips and, and advice. Have, have you been sharing the, these kinds of things over the web for a long time, or have you been doing a lot of things just personally, you know, driving and going to people's homes and, and conferences? Oh, I don't make house calls. You don't. <laughs> no, no. no. Uh, I turned Oprah down. She wanted me to make a house call. And wow. I don't go into people's homes and declutter their homes. That's that's rude. Oh, I see um, what you're saying. That's more about you know your way than their way. It's it, it's akin to rape to me. And when somebody, if you hire them, it's still painful for you if you're not ready to let it go. Mm. So me going into somebody's house and telling them what they need to get rid of is is not good. Now, I have an assistant, and Michelle and I help each other. Like, she can hold up something and say, Marl, you haven't used this in a year. It's just taking up space in the kitchen cabinet. So, you know, (laughs) and I can go into her bathroom closet and say, Michelle, what is this? She was having trouble with her extra bedroom being junked up. And so I... I surveyed the junk in her extra bedroom floor, but I would only do that with Michelle because she gave me permission, number one, and I can see it with different eyes. Now, if you have a friend that's born organized, you might Mm -hmm. ask her to come over and help. I don't mind you hiring somebody to come in and help you, but you have to be willing. Your mother can't come in and say, you don't need this. Mm. That's wrong, and... And that's probably one of the reasons you hold on to things, Jody, is because somebody's telling you you need to get rid of them. Yes, and I'm not ready to do that yet. <laughs> you're not ready. But when you, when you flip that switch that's, that your whole focus is on helping others, yeah. you can see so many things in your own home that you don't use that you've been hoarding. And hoarding is a sin because yeah. you're keeping things from people who really need them. You know, that, that's a, a really uh, interesting way uh, to look at it because, you know, most of the time we're like, well, we'll deal with that later or, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll address that. But if you really think about it, how it's affecting your ability to live that valuable life, then, you know, we can recognize, you know what, we're all ordinary and, and we can do extraordinary things if we let go of the things that are holding us back. So. Well, you said, you said it. Yeah. When you, when you say you're going to do it later, yeah. You're really saying you don't have time right now right. to do it right. Yes. So you're not going to do anything. It's that perfectionism, once again, that causes us to procrastinate. That's some of those more P's you got to get rid oh, of. Oh, yeah, those you know, we like that. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's such a good cue for me. I don't know. But, you know, because you have to laugh at yourself, too, and, and find joy. And, you know, we, we've, we've been talking about how uh, we, we sort of clutter ourselves up as our family gets bigger, but... I also notice that when our family gets smaller, we do that. We hoard pieces of our past, and we hold on to things that, that, that remind us of that, maybe in a good way, maybe not in a good way. Uh, you know, it's, we all go through life transitions, whether kids are going off to school or the kids are coming into the house from the stork, you know, whatever it is. It, it is changing you and, and forcing you to look at the way you're living your life. Well, you have to take care of yourself, and when you feel this emptiness that that you have created which is normal because we want our children to go out into the world when it's because you gave so much of yourself away when they were growing up yeah that you don't know who you are right now and now's the time to find out who you really are and when you get the clutter out of your home and you get rid of the chaos on your calendar and you get rid of the things that you don't use you don't love they don't put a smile on your face you get those things out of your house 
then you can find who you're going to be. Wow. You know, I mean, I, the bills that, that I pay, they don't put a smile on my face, so <laughs> I want to get them out of my house for sure. <laughs> but see, the guilt you have from not paying them, even when you have the money, yeah. weighs heavy on you because you say, I don't have time to do that. I've got to go pay my bills. Wow. You know, you're, you're right. And it, it does. All of these things sort of, you know, can, can keep us from, from making the, those big moves into that next level. Uh, you know, a friend of mine told me one time that, uh, you know, even, even happy people uh, have to struggle with letting their, their self go. And they, they actually compared it with a, a snake uh, shedding their skin. And it's a normal, healthy process. But right before they do that, they do everything they can to hold on to that skin. And it's kind of a, you know, a, a nature sort of way of working its way out. And I, I sort of think the clutter thing is similar to that. We, we are afraid to let it go, but really well, we're, we're a lot healthier when we do. And we grow let, when that happens. Let me give you a, a, a more happy analogy. Okay. Think of a butterfly coming out of a cocoon. Oh, I like that. The cocoon has protect, protected them. But if they don't struggle to get out of that cocoon, then they don't get their wings to fly. Nice. You're right. And it is a struggle to, to, to make it out of there. You're right. You but know, we can make it fun. We can. And we can, have, we can have so much fun. And I know that you have. And you even have a, a, one of the things that I, I think would just be great to close the show on is you've got 11 commandments uh, that you sort of share with people. And uh, do you remember them off the top of your head? Or do you oh, want me to I can't share them? remember them off the top of my head. But one of the main ones is to don't pull out more than you can put Put back in an hour. Yeah, nice. Uh, have you got them right there in front of you? I Help do. Me go through them. Okay, yeah. go. Yeah, and you've got. Well, of course, we talked about the, the 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 shiny sink, and get dressed every morning, even if you don't feel like it, and lace up your shoes. Uh, that was one that I thought. You know, gosh, what about what's the shoe thing? Well, the shoe thing, uh, shoes tell your head it's time to do something. Mm. If you're in lounge shoes, then you're going to lounge around. If you're in flip flops, you want to play. Right. Um, if you're barefoot, and as we are in the South, we're barefoot a lot. Yes, we um, sure are. <laughs> it, it's all about going to bed and being comfortable, and it's lazy mode. Mm. But when 90 you seconds. Up, when you lace up your shoes, all of a sudden, your whole life, your whole attitude changes. Wow. So tie them to your feet so you don't lose them, because we tend to kick them off. Yes. You know, I think I think that's such a good tip. And then, of course, you also say smile even if you don't feel like it. And, and don't forget to laugh every day and pamper yourself. You deserve it. You're listening to the Jody Lynn Smith Show, and wow, you're living the life. And we've had so much fun talking to Fly Lady. We've run out of time. So thank you for joining us. Please come back tomorrow. We've got other great, extraordinary, and ordinary people joining us this week on Hear Women Talk.